these guys can't keep up with me. I mean, I live the life, you know, I'm eating built bars. I'm I'm working out three, four times a decade. And uh, and it is I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't overstate it. I mean, three to four times a decade is a little bit. Well, I watch some people work out once in a while. Oh, okay. Tanya will come home all sweaty. Uh, strangely, not from the gym, which is weird. But anyway, uh, don't give up on your resolution. You can lose weight and you can have a tasty snack while you're doing it. That's really good for you. Um, you they have 18 different flavors. They have caramel brownie, cookies and cream, peanut butter, mint brownie is unbelievable. And they are they're covered in 100 percent chocolate. So don't give up on your resolution. It's Built Bar. That's the answer. Use the promo code Beck. Get 20 percent off your next order. Try these out you're going to love them it is built bar builtbar.com 20 percent off if you use the promo code beck the program all about the base next talked about uh, Governor Cuomo and his new deli. Want to see my pickle? Oh my gosh, that is just horrible. We're starting the show off that way? Oh, I am offended. Well, get used to it, because it's Friday. Friday. Like Friday. Friday, Tuesday, Monday. Uh, welcome to it. I'm glad you're here. We have um, a great show coming up for you in just a second. I want to tell you about Kent. He lives in Arkansas. He had one of those old timey problems where every time it would rain, he'd be in so much pain that he just wanted to crawl into bed in, and cry. And that wasn't uh, the worst of it. He never had a day where something didn't hurt, he said. By the time he stumbled onto Relief Factor while listening to this program, Kent, you're a man of good taste. He was awfully close to despairing and saying that, you know, it's I'm never going to have a good day out of pain ever again. He was skeptical about uh, trying Relief Factor because, I mean, he was listening to this show. You're going to take the word of some clown going, yeah, you're going to get out of pain. Just try give me 20 bucks. Well, first of all, you're not giving it to me. You're giving it to Relief Factor. And $20 will send you a three-week trial pack. You, sh- you should know within three weeks. If it's not working within three weeks, it's not going to work for you. However, 70% of the people who try the trial pack go on to order more because it works for them. Relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. I just threw away my wrapper from this morning. I wish I'd, I kept it so I could show you. I take it every day. I take it three times a day. I have for years. It's Relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. It's Relieffactor.com. Oh, Stu. Where do we begin? Where do we begin? I mean, you happen to mention America's dumbest governor. Hey! <laughs> hey! America's dumbest governor. We have that. We mm. also have a uh, the press conference from fla- from last night. Which That's was, big news. Oh, my gosh. Did you know, Glenn? Yeah. Think about this. Just okay. think about uh, it for I'm a thinking second. about it. Okay. 
It's possible. Not possible. guaranteed. Not guaranteed. No. Possible. Possible. That by July 4th. Yes. We could have small outdoor gatherings. Shut in this up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Hey, hey. I want you to know that because Joe Biden believed in the American system, he believed yeah. in and he was there. Hey, man. You know, mm-hmm. he was there saying we're going to beat this thing that we're going to have a hundred million vaccines in this dark, dark winter where no miracle is coming. No miracle right. is coming. Certainly right. not the fastest ever developed vaccine. No. Uh, times four or five, it seems. But uh, that's not a miracle. That's just that's just the Biden administration. You know, the Trump administration yeah. came up with they've actually put Kool-Aid inside of these vials. Shut up. Yeah, it was. Blue oh, I Kool-Aid, hate those guys. And they were just injecting Kool-Aid oh, into people. Gosh. Wasn't doing that anything. That is horrible. Biden comes in. Now it cures Boom. coronavirus. Boom. Mm-hmm. OK, so Joe Biden uh, wants you to know that miracles can happen. Like as Stu said, now don't count on this, but like Stu said, on Fourth of July, we might be able to have small gatherings in our in our homes. No, well, no, no, outdoor outdoor picnics. picnics. I think that's okay. I wouldn't go indoors. Really, if you have to go to the bathroom, just tinkle on the lawns. Okay. Okay. Well, our dogs do it. Are you better than your dog? No. No, dogs are people too. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's listen on how cautious we need to be. Unity is what we do together as fellow Americans. Because if we don't stay vigilant, okay, wait a minute. Conditions change. Stop, stop, stop. I just. Unity is something we do together as Americans. Wow, what a powerful. Now, this guy is an orator. It's just something to be behold. Not a lot of people, if we we could just uh, play the tape back just a bit, I'd like to say to my my co commentator here, (laughs) I didn't know that unity was a verb, (laughs) Uh, but apparently it is. We're doing unity together today. You know what I mean? Is it a euphemism for something that he likes to do when he's sniffing people's hair? We don't know. But unity is something we do together. Unity is what we do together. Stop just a second. Is it unity or is it unity? (laughs) Unity. It's unity. If you listen to him carefully, I think we miss. I think we're mishearing this. It's not unity. It's unity. Unity. Like P. Diddy? Could be. This is like P. B. Diddy's older brother. Let's listen carefully. Mm -hmm. Unity is what we do together <laughs> as fellow Americans. It's what we do together. I have the Unity because CD. We don't stay vigilant. Yes. And the conditions change. And conditions change. And we may have to reinstate restrictions to get back on track. Oh, no. Uh, we Please, we don't that. want to do that again. Please, no. we don't want to do that again. We've made so much progress. We have in this cold this winter. This is not the time to let up. No, it's a dark winter. Go ahead. Just as we were emerging from a dark winter dark. into a hopeful spring and summer, and it's not spring. the time to not stick with the rules. Oh, not the time man, to not stick not with the rules. That means we should stick, stick with, to the rules. Okay, uh, that's a, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's taking the English language and he's just putting it into a blender <laughs> and pouring it out into everybody's glass. Have a drink. I, I never had the super high opinion of, of Barack Obama as an orator, mm-hmm. but after listening to Joe Biden, I'm starting, <laughs> I'm starting to rethink that. Maybe he was a lot. Maybe he was okay. <laughs> and I talked about Unity, unity is something that we all do together as Americans, because when we're all united, 
then uh, <laughs> we could uh, be together. And so we're doing that together. What the hell does that even mean? These, I mean, this is a, they said they had been working on this speech for a week. Whew. And had been tweaked and reformed and everything for an entire week. This Ooh. is not, this is not good. You know, one of these days I'm going to get a, even, um, an IBM Selectric. Because then when I make a mistake, I can just hit the little thing and it pulls that right off the page. <laughs> and uh, we, but we're, we're still using the old Corona typewriter to make these unities, speeches unity. I meant unity, but uh, I didn't have the IBM Selectric, so now I just wrote unity. Uh, well, I'm excited because uh, the hope of spring uh, and, you know, 4th of July into summer, that hope of summer where we could possibly maybe gather with a few friends in our backyard. I got news for you. Uh, I'm going to be surrounded by thousands of people on 4th of July because that's what we do as Americans. Uh, in fact, that's what I did last 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh-huh. You uh-huh. bastard. Yeah. We were doing it together, the whole unity thing. Unity? Unity. You did unity with a thousand people? You that sounds did dangerous. We stand. <laughs> sounds like you're exposing yourself to different diseases if you do unity <laughs> with a thousand people. A thousand people. It was it was great. Mm. It was great. Now, um he he is he wants you to know he's there for us. Here's cut two, please. In the coming weeks, mm-hmm. we will issue further guidance, guidance? Yeah. on what you can and cannot do once fully vaccinated. Stop for just a second. I've never heard those words from the president of the United States before. Have you? I am going to issue further guidelines on what you can and cannot do. Search your memory bank. Have you ever heard the president of the United States say that to you? I will issue further guidelines on what you can and cannot do the total remake of the way our country works especially the presidency we now have somebody who is taking full charge and telling us the american people what we can and cannot do no you don't have power to do that no power to do that no power under the constitution to do that you cannot do it that's the problem with gavin newsom he accepted the power to do that that's the problem with the governor whitmer notice they're both uh under recalls uh and the third one that uh, believed that he had the power to tell you what to do and not to do well he was a little handsy hey what am I saying here about our good friend, uh, Governor Cuomo, huh? Come on. All you have to do is this. Otherwise, you sleep with the fishes. That's all I'm saying. So that is the president of the United States saying something I've never heard before. If you've ever heard that from a president, please let me know. I can't recall it. Listen again. In the coming weeks... We will issue further guidance on what you can and cannot do mm. once fully vaccinated. <laughs> wow. Thank you. So it's not he's not. I mean, you can't do anything if you're not fully vaccinated. He's only giving you some things you can do if you are fully, fully vaccinated, vaccinated, which is thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Screw you. And I would have said that to Donald Trump. I would have said that to anybody who said that to me. Yeah. I'm an American citizen. Screw you. 
You're not I'm pretty sure me. the words screw you are in the Constitution to any president who would say that. If you look in the Constitution, maybe it's on the back, but it says if the president tells you what to do, say screw you. I do believe that's what the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution really, if you're reading between the lines, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Hey, King, you kept telling us to do stuff. Yeah, screw screw you. you. That's basically the Declaration of right. Independence. It is, uh, you know, you are not going to be under the thumb of some dictator, of some king, of, of some ruling class. No, this Constitution was written and uh, written to protect the American people and their rights. And we have loaned you some of our rights. This is the most important thing about the Constitution. Once you understand this and you understand the difference between America and the rest of the world, everything becomes really simple. You are given every right. You have all of the rights to do anything, to do anything that you are you have a right to do. I don't have a right because of nature and nature's God. I don't have a right to kill you. Right. right. OK, but all of the rights that I have to protect myself, to speak, speak freely, to go hang out with who I want to hang out with, to start a business, to pursue my happiness. Those are all God given rights. We take some of those rights and we lend them to the government so they can protect those rights and do the things that we don't have time to do. Okay. We have the rights and we can take those rights away from them. And you cannot assign rights that you as an individual don't have. So the president can't say, uh, you know what? You have the right now to go outside. No, I, I have that right to pursue my happiness and go outside. He does not have the right to say that because I don't have the right to say that. I don't have the right to say to everybody, uh, by the way, you're all staying indoors now. Now, if there is something, a, a, a real emergency, you have some emergency rights for a limited time. But that's not the way we're playing ball now. You have to understand, you have the right and when the government becomes hostile to those rights, you have to, you are required by the, by the uh, Declaration of Independence to stand up and take those rights back. Demand that those rights are returned or secured. We think now, for some reason or another, because we have not learned any kind of civics, we haven't learned anything about our own country and constitution, we just think that the government can just make up rights. When, when uh, Nancy Pelosi said, we've given the people the right to health care. Who do you think you are, God? Because only one that can manufacture rights, and he's done all of that, so, you know, he's done that a long time ago. Is God. So now you're making rights up and you're telling me what I have to do. I will be further uh, issuing further guidelines on what you can and cannot do. Sorry, you're not a king. No. No. Uh, all right. We're going to uh, get into some of the other news of the day. And, and Bill O'Reilly is coming up today. So. 
that's exciting news as well. We're only five months away from this outdoor gathering in small groups, and well, you're getting all negative. I, I, I know. It's just another five months. I know. I know. Sit back. Okay. Relax. All right. I'm watch. Trying. Have you watched Netflix yet in the past year? Has there been anything maybe on television you could watch? Because you only need five more months, and then we can gather in small groups in our backyard. I do believe they said it was only 15 months to flatten the curve. That's all yeah, they that needed. Was 15, I remember. Yeah, it was, it was 15, 15, 15 month, uh, months. 15 something. And it it's going to be about 18 months to, uh, to flatten. There were a couple of months off. And don't don't become less vigilant. You've got to make sure that you are on guard for those nasty, invisible viruses that are going around. You might have one now. <laughs> are you trying to kill grandma? All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Hustler Turf. Slowly but surely, at least in some states, it's starting to be okay again to go out and do business. Yes, believe it or not, it's it's going to be okay. Open your front door. I don't know. I'm so afraid of people. The uh, weather is warming up. Kind of feels like it's uh, it's time to get out, but only in your backyard with a small group of friends. Or may I suggest at a uh, at a hustler dealer, the hustler turf dealer just around you is waiting for you to drop on by and check out the new lawnmowers that they have these are zero turn lawnmowers they're going to cut your time of mowing your lawn probably in about half they are rock solid these are the people that invented the zero turn lawnmower about i don't even know 50 years ago now everybody's like, have you seen these zero turn? Yeah, 50 years ago from Hustler Turf. So they are the ones who really uh, have it down. They've done all of the testing on it, you know, back in the 1960s. So they've got it down and they build these things for industrial use. Usually now they've made them for your lawn and there is a huge difference. Go ahead, go to Home Depot and test drive every, you know, all of the lawnmowers out there and then find your Hustler Turf dealer and test drive that. I guarantee you. If you've tried everybody else, you go then to Hustler Turf, you're going to end up with a Hustler Turf because they are fantastic machines. HustlerTurf.com. That's HustlerTurf.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Man. So if. You know, if you're part of the 9.2% of Americans who have received both doses of the vaccine so far, you are ready to go out and party like it's 1799. Uh, You can go out and do just an awful lot of stuff. And those stimulus checks, they are not going to spend themselves. So you go out, 9.2% of you, you feel free to go out and, you know, not hit the disco floor, paint the town red. Um but uh, social distance, maybe you can spend that check somewhere in your backyard in July. Uh, it's a slow roll. Uh, CDC has said not so fast. You know, you can gather in small groups indoors in private homes without precautions now. If you're part of the 9.2%, uh, except for Andrew Cuomo, he's, he shouldn't be in any small group or you know, left alone with anyone uh, at this uh, this time. But the benevolent CDC has good news for grandparents. You are now allowed to see your children and your grandchildren. And I want to thank the United States government for giving us mm. that permission to see our relatives. Uh, you can even visit with them now indoors, even if you haven't been vaccinated, mm. unless you're Joe Biden 
or Andrew Cuomo. Uh, I just don't think that's a good idea, especially Joe Biden. Don't leave him alone with the children. He'll be you will come in and their if they have long hair, their hair will be deep into his sinuses. And I don't know what's going on, but uh, did it, did it was I the only one who looked at the speech last night and, and looked at the CDC guidance and, and thought to myself, does anyone want to tell them? We've been doing this stuff already like this oh, I is I, what do you mean we can go we can meet in a small group outdoors or we can like when we're fully vaccinated again we've been we've been trying to take some precautions but it, we, we've been no. no those are speakeasies we don't talk about that <laughs> you, you listen to these people in New York and LA doing these like podcasts and stuff and they're like we soon will be able to hug each other. It's like first of all hugging overrated but second of all <laughs> that's just general second of all like you know, for certainly Andrew Cuomo's been doing a lot of hugging already, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like we w- really like you're that you haven't yeah. hugged again. I I understand that you should be careful in certain circumstances, mm-hmm. and I think people have. But this is there's never been a time in that I know of in American history, at least recently, where we are living in two separate countries. Oh, the, we are people in New York and in L.A. have no concept how the rest of the world, the rest of the country is living. Yeah. Which is, you know, we're doing a lot more stuff outside, maybe. We know we're staying away from maybe our elderly or vulnerable grandparents a little more often. Yeah. You're being careful. But, like, the the world since, what, Glenn? Last fall? Late summer yeah, late of summer. last year? Late where summer. Really, Texas has been basically and open. I will basically. tell you, I went up to Idaho in spring of last year. And they were wide open for business. They were just like, hmm, there's something going on? <laughs> really? We don't have a problem with it here. We haven't got that news yet. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's fascinating to me, the living in Texas, to see people when they first get on the plane and they get off and they're like, <sighs> I don't know if I can... Am I going to live? Am I going to survive? And you're like, what are you talking about? The virus, man. Oh, good God. You're still talking about the virus? <laughs> Relax. Relax. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, yes, it's still a thing. We're still have, we still have people dying from it. I mean, it's not over, but we are at the May 1st deadline is the only interesting thing he said last night, which is mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. uh, the last excuse you have to have any of these restrictions on. Yeah. is if you can get a vaccine, is it well, available Well, no, no, wait, 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 wait. CDC said vaccinated people have to wear masks in public <laughs> and on. maintain social distance. No. Uh, and I want you to know, no. if Andrew Cuomo invites you to a mask-wearing party, yeah. it's probably not the kind of party that you're used to. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, watch Eyes Wide Shut first <laughs> and then consider it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, Uncertainty is at the top of everybody's list of things to worry about these days. Economic uncertainty in particular. If you're the sort of person who is fiscally responsible, you should probably long ago got into the practice of saving, uh, uh, saving back you know, money here and there wherever you can. You probably don't buy things outside of your means. You probably look for good deals on uh, everything. If that's the case, you should be looking at a lower monthly mortgage payment by refinancing it at a lower percentage rate. And especially if you didn't have to reset the car loan or the uh, house loan to do it. If you didn't have to reset your mortgage, that's the thing. I mean, people have it, you know, I've got 10 years left. I've got five years left, even 15 years left. 
I don't want to reset it to 30 years. You don't have to. Get the peace of mind that you will have when you get the lowest possible interest rate for your credit cards if you fold them into your mortgage without resetting your loan and the lowest interest rate on your loan, whether you're buying new or you want to refi, AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll That's save me. 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Coming up later today, Bill O'Reilly. Hello, America. It's Friday. We're glad you're listening. Pat Gray is joining us from the podcast, Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat, I want to play cut number two, please. And I want to ask you if you have ever heard the president of the United States ever, any president, utter these words. In the coming weeks, we will issue further guidance on what you can and cannot do once fully vaccinated. Have you? I have not. I have not ever yeah. heard that. Before. Because what's funny is you're to tell me what I can and cannot do mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. I'm vaccinated. See, oh. just a short while ago, about 250 years ago, we issued some guidelines mm-hmm. uh, on what they can and cannot do, and one of uh-huh. those I'm pretty sure is saying things like that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I loved the whole speech last night. Because, <laughs> it was, yeah, we it got was some. Stirring. We got some permission to be free. Well, maybe. Maybe you might be able to be free. Well, uh, we were told we may get permission if we act the way we're supposed to act. If we behave ourselves and we wash behind our ears and we eat all our vegetables and we mm-hmm. wash our hands, mm-hmm. then maybe we can have a couple of people come to our house on the 4th of July for wow. a barbecue. Maybe. 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 So but maybe it's not. Like, now, it's, like, we, it's really like telling your, your little kid exactly what's... Uh, what Pat just said, if you behave yourself, mm-hmm. when we leave here, we could stop and get some ice cream. We'll see. But it depends on how you act. Right. That's right. exactly what he did last night. I know. It's it depends nuts. on if we can't allow your backyard barbecue, it's going to be your fault because you didn't yeah. do the things I told you to do. I am. Oh. I am so right. close to just announcing the largest backyard barbecue. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, want to have fifteen hundred people uh, in my I backyard. Am, I am serious. I might just invite everybody to my ranch <laughs> for a backyard yes. barbecue this Fourth uh, of July. Should do it because I am. Should I? Should do it. <laughs> should do it. Your house, not ours. Yeah. But your house. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm really close to doing. It because I mean, it won't be anything, you know. We'll do some fireworks mm-hmm. and we'll, you know, have some burgers and whatever. Uh, and you just come and we're just gonna have a big, huge, freaking uh, uh, backyard barbecue with just a few friends. Mm-hmm. Do me a yeah. favor, do it on July 3rd though, because I just want it to be one day before he says it's okay. <laughs> That's all, <laughs> That's all I want. That's Saturday too. July, Saturday's July 3rd. Sunday, yeah, July I, 4th. you know what? I'm Stay tuned. I might do it. I, I just, I can't take it. Does it depend on how the it. listeners act? Does it depend on that? Well, if, if they, if they, if they behave, and cues. if they behave, <laughs> if you behave, <laughs> listeners, I, we might, we might mm-hmm. allow you to come to my backyard barbecue. And uh, I have a thousand acres in my backyard. So a few friends could gather. Yeah, we won't see each other, but uh, we'll all be there. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Pat, did you notice that we also 
uh, now have a Pentagon going after Tucker Carlson. That pisses me off. Many things do, but that is uh, that's amazing. You don't have your Pentagon taking on political issues. Or private citizens or like private that. citizens. What the, business do you have of commenting the, on what Tucker Carlson did on his show? The military protects all Americans. Right. And the military is not for internal <clears throat> politics, but external politics. And we are quickly turning our military into a political force. It is extraordinarily dangerous. And sure I is. urge anyone in the Pentagon that that understands that to stand up. You cannot be quiet about it. You must stand up. I know there are people there that are like, if I say something, then I'm out. And it'll all be these radicals in there. You must stand up. People who are are um, seeing things happening in their own communities, in your own in your own churches or your own schools, you must stand up now because this thing is growing out of control. In order to get outraged over this, too, you have to ignore his ultimate point there. The point was. You know, what are what are the priorities of the U.S. military? Right. Are the priorities designing maternity wear for Air Force pilots or are they making sure that we're combat ready just in case? You know, my dad couldn't join the Marines because he had flat feet. Now, why did you why? Why couldn't you serve in World War Two if you had flat feet? Because uh, your feet would hurt if you were marching a long way. Okay, if you had wow. flat feet, wow, that your, was really the issue. Yeah, your, your feet, would, feet hurt. would hurt, and you may not be able to accomplish all that you had to accomplish because you were going to be marching a lot. You were going to be you were going to be climbing hills and and marching mm-hmm. across Europe. Wait, so my dad couldn't join the Marines because he had flat feet, mm-hmm. but somebody who's pregnant. <laughs> Can be in our, I mean, does anyone think that's a good idea? Haven't we been told for the past several decades that, like, the worst thing you can do is not stand up when there's a pregnant woman on, like, the subway? You're supposed to stand up and let them sit down. If you're on a train, Mm -hmm. you stand up and give Mm -hmm. them the seat, right? Hey, don't treat them any different. (laughs) Toots likes it. (laughs) So what? They get a little pregnant. They take care of that. You know what I'm saying? It's like we don't want pregnant women to be killed no. is that a bad is that a bad instinct I babies feel. yeah and women yeah. and women Can and the Im- babies like that we'd like them both mm-hmm. to live that's i know this is crazy and controversial in the society but we want the children to They're- live and the mothers to live well, i mean imagine if you are captured and you're a woman you know you're going to get worse treatment and i'm sorry but it is in men and it should be and we should never squash this in men it is in men to protect women and children first mm-hmm. yep. and never, ever allow anyone to squash that. So somebody is on your team and they're a woman and they're captured. It is in men to just want to go and focus to save them, mm-hmm. to make sure they're not captured because they know they're going. They know what's going to happen to that individual if they're pregnant. Can you imagine what oh, can, what? They could do to the woman using the child. Are we insane? We're insane. 
A woman can't even, they're not even supposed to eat really spicy food, but they can fly sorties <laughs> over Afghanistan when they're pregnant. It's no sushi. Uh, it doesn't really make any sense. Uh, it <laughs> but, doesn't really uh, work. Yeah, sure, take some, dodge some bullets. Gosh. Again, I, you know, like that doesn't mean that, uh, they're, they're trying to like, com, com, complete these two issues where like if a woman who's working in the military should not like lose her job because no. she got pregnant. No one is saying not. that. Right. But like to take them, to take someone pregnant who again like we do everything we can to try to help because we know they're doing something great for the species and also it's very difficult so we do what we can mm-hmm. to move them out of the most physically demanding uh, roles uh no you, look, could we just boil it down they were they're talking about body armor for pregnant women okay that's what we're talking about it's not like talking about hey you know even the planes mm-hmm. i want to fly well can you fit between you and the yoke of the plane okay if you're <laughs> you that pregnant we're not going to redesign the planes but if you're fine i don't have a problem we're talking about the entire military when they start saying well we need bigger body armor excuse me <laughs> Excuse me? No, I, I, no, no. Shouldn't be putting pregnant women in the place where they could get shot. Shot. Did I miss it? Where we're are we now using women on the front line? Because yes, women could be in the military, but they were never front line uh, up until. I think that's that over changed. now. Yeah, I Did think that change? changed. In if somebody from the military call, I think that has changed. So it's changed so much to the fact that now not only can they be at the front line, but they can be on the front line if they're pregnant. You got a six-month pregnant woman so, on the front lines? Jason Buttrill, who is uh, you know our, our chief researcher and writer for the Glenn Beck TV program, uh, mm-hmm. he was in the service, and he said at 9-11, when he was in Afghanistan, the biggest thing that they had to worry about, he said, really, honestly, the only thing we were talking about was how many pregnant women were part of the, the force, and how, how do we deal with all of these pregnant women? Wow, really? Yeah. I, I've wow. never heard that before. Yeah, I haven't either. So we've got wow. we're a little out of control. The Pentagon should not be involved in politics at all. What they're doing is they're politicizing the military. Does anyone mm-hmm. who is a Democrat see how dangerous that is? You can say whatever you want about Donald Trump. You can say whatever you want about Ronald Reagan. But they did not politicize, and the, and the Pentagon officials never would have allowed it. They must stay neutral. That's why when you're, I mean, look, at they're doing purity tests. And they're saying if they were, if anybody was online and they were uh, supporting anything that had to, to do with Donald Trump losing the election because of, you know, shenanigans uh, of any sort, that was too politically involved. They are now going after Tucker Carlson. I went through this when I was in Tucker Carlson's position. I went through this. They perfected it on me. Well, it's been 10 years. They have every lever of power. I had five people in the White House, five White House officials go after me personally and use organizations to come after me, my job, my business, my family. Five. That had never happened before. But that's a political station. The White House, we just never had done it. But Obama started it, so why not? This is the military. 
You cannot allow the military to be politicized, not for the left, not for the right. It cannot happen. If it does, you now have you have stormtroopers. I don't care whose side it's on. You now have a force to enforce everything or anything one political party or the other wants. And you know who used to agree with that? The, the military. <laughs> yeah, military. The military used to agree with that. Now they're just participating in it. Yeah. Uh, by it's the amazing. way, the uh, so this is sort of coming back to well, me. Wait, now. wait, 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 wait. I can't let that slide. You know, the generals okay, uh, yeah. for the National Guard said they wanted to get out of out of DC. Yes. They said there's no reason for us. We are we need to yes. go home. And then it was the higher ups. So it's not all the military. Right. Right. Um, so this is kind of coming back to me. I think it will with you guys as well. 2015. There was a 1988 rule that made it so women couldn't do a lot of roles in the military. That was lifted in 1994. At, at that point, it got up to about they could do about 90 percent of the jobs in the mm-hmm. military, but not frontline yeah, combat. That's what I thought. In 2015, Barack Obama issued uh, and and the military as well issued a, a statement that they could do all roles now. So they are up to oh, 100%. Wow. Now, I don't know how common it is. Wow. I mean, it, uh, but pregnant women is, mm. don't I, just, I mean, to me, is a totally different situation. But stay, I mean, just from a physical, physically demanding thing, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a heck of a burden, right? <laughs> to carry an, another human being inside of you for it's nine months. It's the most I mean, important <laughs> thing anyone can do. It's the yeah. most important thing and the most significant thing anyone can do. And I have no problem with women fighting. I have no problem with that. You want to do that? Some women are built for that. Some guys are built for that. I mean, Not Gina Carano uh, kicked a lot of people's asses. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> let me tell you something. If you're actually fighting for your children, don't ever get between a mom and her. They're sure. more fierce than men ever are. So I have no problem with that. Let's just not put pregnant women in the line of fire. It's bad for a bazillion reasons. <laughs> the left has already done a lot of effort to try to kill the babies over the years. Yeah. Uh, can we keep the mothers alive at yeah. least? <laughs> this, is, this is the latest effort. All right. Let me tell you about my pillow. Say goodnight to the bad night's sleep. Michael Lindell has been a champion in the war against a bad night's sleep. Did he say war? <gasps> yeah, make your night better. I have a my pillow, which you fluff once, and then you're done for the night. It's truly amazing. You don't toss and turn and refluff your pillow all night. Uh, you can get the Giza Dream Sheets, which I have. The softest Egyptian cotton. They get softer the more you sleep on them. Then they have the mattress topper. It guarantees you the most restful, deep healing sleep of your life. It's made of three layers that provide superior support evenly, distribute the body weight, and regulate temperature throughout the night. The mattress topper turns an even uncomfortable bed into a comfortable one. You can get 30% off the mattress topper now, plus two standard My Pillows at one great bundle. It's a great deal right now if you use the promo code Beck at MyPillow.com. Now, you can call them at 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117, or go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Beck, 60-day money-back guarantee, MyPillow.com, promo code Beck. Let's go to Virginia in North Carolina. Hello, Virginia. Hi. Hi. You watched the uh, Biden speech last night. What were your thoughts? 
I'm crazed by it. I am so mad. Well, Who in the world does this man think that he is? Has he forgotten that thing he tried to tell us about? What what thing he tried to tell us about? I don't understand. Remember he, when he was talking about the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the this and the that? And he said, oh, you know that thing. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know that thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes, so you're yes. having well, a problem that he's trying to tell people what they can and cannot do uh, with further guidelines on July 4th? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. While he's letting thousands of people come in here, not knowing if they have COVID or not. Yeah. And we have to stay home and wear a mask and can't have a party or anything. Yeah, well, I will tell you that a lot of people have been tested as they come across the border. And even if they did have COVID, they're released uh, into the population here in Texas, which I think is is wonderful. And thanks uh, to the federal government for uh, making that happen. Virginia, thank you so much for your call. I have to tell you, I'm going to call. I'm going to call my wife in the break. I want to ask her. I think we should have everybody at my house just for a little backyard barbecue i love this idea yeah just a little backyard barbecue at my what house what do you mean everybody and you mean like everybody at the company or everybody no just anybody who's uh, part of our listening audience you know the friends that we have in the listening audience <laughs> anyone uh, in america just anyone but, in america can but, come by I, now we have I, a strict I, we have a strict policy you can do what you want mask no mask distance don't distance uh but we leave that entirely up to you so i'm calling my wife during the break <laughs> This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday, and Bill O'Reilly is next. The Glenn Beck Program. So, you know what's great about uh, about mask season? A little... A Everything? Little, oh, my gosh. Everything? So much, so oh, much. I love that. Hey, mm-hmm. the president spoke last night, and he said, Fourth of July, and masks. Yes. And I thought it was really good when he said that. Yeah, that was a very highly relevant part of the Mm -hmm. speech, I thought. Um, The good thing about wearing masks all the time is you get a little mask knee. Little uh, mask, mask acne, mask knee. Really? Uh, yeah, and mm. and that is something uh, you're going to. No love. one in Texas has. No, no one in Florida really has. Not really, really. common. No. <laughs> uh, we're talking about dry, irritated, red, blotchy skin. Uh, we don't want that. We don't want that. Chamonix is, is around for you, though. Uh, one step ahead of the things that go after your skin. Their Zotique Deep Correcting Serum is a good example of this. They have uh, they have powerful technology to deliver the healing, rejuvenating powers of vitamin C to the deepest layers of your skin for they results want, you and, can really see. And they want you to know they will not make your skin normal because normal skin doesn't <laughs> no, exist. It'll be better. Chamonix It'll be better. Is, well, you know what? They, they, would, they would say that, I'm sure. Yeah, um, see? But I don't think they they're afraid of the word normal at Chamonix. Terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. If you're having these issues, Chamonix got you covered. You get the Zotique Deep Correcting Serum free when you order GenuCell for bags and puffiness. Call 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. They're going to help you get that smoother skin back. We can order today and get the GenuCell jawline treatment and the luxurious GenuCell anti-wrinkle moisturizer free with your order. Every order is upgraded to free priority shipping, so don't wait. Order now, 800-577-8709 or GenuCell. Cell.com. It's 800-577-8709 or G-E-N-U-C-E-L. Summer 4th of July in masks. Dot, dot com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, live, fresh off his world tour, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Hello, Bill. How are you? 
as Kenny Loggins once said, I'm all right. Nobody worry about me. Okay, that's good to hear. Bill O'Reilly, the author of the new book, Killing the Mob, which I still have not received from Bill. I I would read the book, Bill, if you would just send it to me in advance. Uh, Beck. Now, I know you got it, Beck. I put a private detective on it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Did you? I Seriously, now, I haven't received the book. I haven't okay, received the yes, book. Yes, you have. And, and um, if you were a Catholic guy, you'd be in a lot of trouble. You'd be well, I'm not Catholic. And, uh, day and a half. I wonder about these Catholics that continue to say, I've sent the book, I've sent the book, and then not send the book. I really worry about them. God's you pissed at You have the them. book, Beck. Uh, and and so, God is displeased. <laughs> so, Bill... The I I just I want to start with the big news that you think is the big news of the week. But I, I, I I'm sorry. I'm going to hijack that and say, what did you think about the performance of the president last night? I thought it was OK. Mm, did you? Yeah, I was all right. I tweeted at Bill O'Reilly. If you want to get on the tweet, Ben, I was there. Um, he read a prompter. All right. His mm-hmm. energy level was OK. Uh-huh. Um, he made one big mistake, and that was not crediting the Trump administration for developing the vaccine. Uh, no, 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 no. He didn't just not credit. He took credit. Remember the guy who said there's no miracles coming? There, there's, uh, there's no yeah, hope, the dark, dark winter? Joe doesn't remember that. Yeah, okay, right? yeah. He, right, he, right, he right, doesn't right. know what he said, you know, last night at dinner. Um, but he can read the prompter, uh, and, and he did, but you know, when you're going to say, Oh, we're the greatest country in the world. Oh, nobody else dealt out the vaccine. Yay. We're the best. We're the best. And then you don't even credit your predecessor for developing the vaccine, um, doing the strategic thinking and the execution to get it. You come across as petty and small, but you know, again, is but the big thing that you have to take away from Joe Biden is that he can do certain things. <laughs> he can read the teleprompter. He can All put right. a log on the fire at the White House. I read that story he in the Washington might Post. Might be able to put the log on no, the he fire. He likes to but do he that. Probably has people doing that for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he cannot, in my opinion, humble opinion, he cannot process what is going on happens when he signs a piece of paper hmm. when he tells homeland security uh don't arrest anybody uh, don't don't arrest anybody in the country illegally so when he does that he doesn't know in my opinion i could be wrong how this will affect the country now right? he, he doesn't think it through because he cannot do that at this point. The life. Joe Biden. So what you're saying is the Joe Biden of 12 years ago would not have been doing the things that he's doing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And the Joe Biden of 12 years ago wasn't exactly a Mensa project. Right. All right. I mean, <laughs> OK, yes. We're well, talking a guy in the maybe middle of his class. OK. OK. All yeah. right. Um, Bill, I, I have to ask you, have you ever heard? Please play cut two. Have you ever heard the president of the United States any president say this to the american people in the coming weeks we will issue further guidance on what you can and cannot do once fully vaccinated so what you can and cannot do sure that's the whole thing that was the best line and i applaud you and your producers for uh pulling that cut 
That's the whole progressive philosophy. Right. Have you heard a president say that before? I I think James Buchanan said it once when he had the sniffles. I mean, I'm not even Uh, sure FDR said that, but that's the kind of of government that they are. That's the kind of government the progressive left wants. We're going to tell you what you can do, what you can have, what kind of bank account. You can't go over it because we're going to take it. Um, But again, do you believe that Joe Biden knew the implications of what he said there? No. Absolutely. And this is the key story of the week, of the year, of the decade. We have a president who doesn't understand the implications of what he is doing. All right. So, but the people around him do. Of course. That's why he's there. That's why the progressive machine put him there. Because they knew there would be no pushback on their vision of a totalitarian country. Did you? You'll never hear Joe Biden push back against the cancel culture, ever. You'll never hear him push back about the wealth tax. You, you're just not going to hear this kind of thing. He's going to do what he is told to do. I spoke to uh, uh, Rick Grinnell, Richard Grinnell, former DNI, uh, Director of National Intelligence. Um, he was also the ambassador, <clears throat> excuse me, the ambassador to Germany. Um, he's a he was a big deal. Uh, and he's the guy who released a lot of the information after uh, Trump lost the election. And the last thing he did as he left office was declassify a lot of the stuff that happened uh, during the impeachment to show the American people this was a setup. I asked him yesterday if if he can recall uh, the president ever, any president, he worked for Bush and he worked for Trump, if he recalls any world leader having to deal with the vice president instead of getting the call from the president now and i made it clear the vice president does do work with world leaders but not your first call not your hey i want to congratulate you and let's just talk about an opening salvo it always goes to the president when i asked him about uh the vice president taking over a lot of those duties and what it meant he said it makes him very fearful for what is is uh, happening actually in the Oval Office and the ability of the president. And he said it sends a very confusing message to our allies who know Joe Biden, have talked to Joe Biden as a senator, as a vice president. Now I can't get him on the phone. Why? Because he's at the hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> Which is on where Tuesday, he hangs out. On Tuesday, yeah. the only event mm-hmm. on Joe Biden's calendar mm-hmm. was a trip to a hardware store in D.C., okay, Mm -hmm. and he arrived two hours late. And he went there to talk about COVID and the impact on the store. That was it. You know, anything else on his calendar? On Wednesday, he met, and he referenced this last night, with Merck and uh, J&J CEOs. Mm -hmm. Okay, met with them. That was it. Anything else? So not only can he not talk to uh, the leaders in Luxembourg, but he can't hold a press conference. And he can't go out and and start to get Michelle Obama's garden in shape. He can't do anything because 
he is 78, and he's an elderly 78. He's not like Tom Brady who's going to be 78 and still playing. All right, He's not. He's just there. And there was a movie uh, starring Peter Sellers. Remember that? Oh, yeah, being there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in the sequel starring Joe Biden is not being there. The tell me the significance of no press conference 50 days in for the president. Well, it's 52 now back. And uh, on BillOReilly.com, we always take an, an accurate, an accurate look at everything. It's 52. And the last uh, 100 years, there's never been a president that avoided the press for more than 33 days. Who was so that? Who was that? Uh, who was that? I think that was, I, I, I'm, I don't know off the top of my head. I thought you were being I should. accurate. I should. Just, well, that's why I'm not guessing. Because no, then I might be inaccurate. Well, okay, but from you the same guy up. who said he sent me the book, and I still do not yeah, have yeah, Killing yeah, the yeah. Mob. I still don't have hell. it. You're going to hell, Beck. All right. I'm telling you. And there'll be plenty of copies of my book down there, so you'll have plenty of reading time. Um, okay. So I, it might have been Obama, now that I, because I did report this, might have been Obama 33 days. But anyway, so. If you were the chief of staff, um, Klain, and Ron Klain, he's another guy. Nobody knows who he is. You don't really get a lot of picture of him. He's just kind of there. And if you were Susan Rice, the top domestic advisor to Joe Biden, if you were these two people, would you put your guy up? Even though the press corps is friendly, even though they don't want to see him not do well. They were so humiliated by the way they treated Trump, and they were, that they now they have to kind of ask a tough question. You see that on CNN, mm-hmm. right? They, they have to get one. They they're not going to follow up, but they got to kind of get one in. So, Mr. Biden, with all due respect to the office of the presidency, which I've always respected. Me too. Mr. Biden simply doesn't want to do it. And his people know, you know, the upside here is kind of zero. We know that he's not going to be able to get through this unless George Stephanopoulos. They might go to George. George is such a tough. Oh, I know he is. Yeah. Yeah. And and so uh, unless it's Stephanopoulos or maybe Anderson Cooper. I mean, I Mm -hmm. I remember the last little town hall they had with Anderson. He uh, looked a little. Anderson reminds me of one of these guys in Men in Black. You know, he's got the black suit and tie and a white shirt on, and he kind of gets glasses. Right. It just reminds me. He may he may be an alien. He 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 may. That's a very good possibility that everyone at CNN is an alien. They've got to have to put them out there. But believe me when I tell you, they don't want to. And they're looking for a way to try to diminish this. Uh, Jen Psaki says, well, maybe by the end of March. You know, and then I said, well, yeah, why don't you coincide it with opening day for baseball? So both baseball and Biden will have opening day. Okay, <laughs> But it is, you know, if you and here's something you know, I want you guys to think about before we go to break here. And I, I know the rhythm of your show now. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of people voted for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. A lot of them here on Long Island. Mm-hmm. And I, I now I'm giving them jazz. All right. I'm going, hey. Uh, what do you think about Joe Biden not talking to the press? How about do you like that? Is that good? Hey, what do you think about these hundred thousand people coming across the border? Isn't that great? Oh man, it's so good, isn't it? 
And they look at me with this dagger, you know, but it always comes back to the same thing. We don't care what he does as long as Trump's not there. And being a good Catholic, understanding the rhythm method, he has uh, given me a space now to tell you about (laughs) Aileen. Aileen lives in Kentucky, and she is proud that she is 87 years old. She has a lot of pain all throughout her body. In fact, it was so bad that she was getting to the point where she could barely walk anymore. Uh, She didn't do anything about it for a while because she thought, I'm 87. Then she heard me talking about Relief Factor one day, and she decided she's going to give it a try. Uh, Well, other things she had tried before. She said after a few weeks later, guess who was not only walking but dancing to the music? Yes, dancing. It's Aileen. At 87, she says, my pain disappeared completely. Better still, after a while, she went from taking it three times a day to just two times a day. She got her life back, and so could you. Relief Factor is not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and it's 70% of the people who try it go on to order more because it works for them. Try the three-week quick start trial pack. If it doesn't work, you are out 20 bucks. If it does work, you get your life back, and 70% of the people who try it Get their life back. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Even the Democrats, Bill O'Reilly, have said that there is a little bit of waste in the $1.9 trillion COVID bill. Your thoughts on the bill? Okay. Um, so you, get, you have two things in the bill. You have one thing that is good, and that is a relief to people who have been devastated by COVID. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have 75% of the bill that funds progressive causes and that's not a good thing but because the democrats control congress there's nothing the republicans could do about it so and this goes back to georgia you know that was one of the worst nights in american history the night that the two far left democrats in georgia won their senate seats that was one of the worst things in american history and everything that you see now that is corrupt, that is harmful, is going to stem back to that night. It is. It is. And the people of Georgia should know this. But you know how most people are. They live day to day. Mm -hmm. They're hurting. Now they're going to get money from the government. And they're not going to worry about the other 75% of the bill where their tax dollars go to causes that are in the long run, going to hurt them. I think the average taxpayer, what did this cost? $17,000 for the average taxpayer? Some some ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, I mean, uh, $2 trillion is not anything that anybody can conceptualize. Yeah. And that's another problem. Yeah. So they spend, they being Congress, spend so much money now, uh, so irresponsibly, and they're not going to stop unless you boot the Democratic Party out of power. Well, can they do that with with H.R. 1 that has uh, already passed the House? H.R. 1, that thing is a constitutional time bomb. If that is signed into law, the Constitution, as we know it, is over. 
because it, almost everything in it is unconstitutional. Yeah, I don't think Manchin's going to go for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Republican Party will stay firm as they did in the COVID bill. That was an encouraging thought. May I oh. may I play devil's advocate here? Sure. Uh, the if this happens, what the Democrats are going to say is these people are standing ag- against uh, basic voting rights. And yeah, if yeah, the yeah. Democrat, listen to me, if the Democrats uh, don't get this passed, then they will use that as the catalyst to. You know, they wouldn't stay. They didn't stand for basic voting rights. So we've got to get rid of the filibuster. Look, I don't think Manchin is going to vote for it because he said he wouldn't. <laughs> and no, oh. no, no, don't laugh. Don't okay. laugh. All right. That, I'll try that soundbite is so prominent that he probably would lose his seat in West Virginia. If, not if, if he, not if H.R. Uh, uh, one passes. Um. West Virginia is is a different situation. Um, So anyway, I'm optimistic that this is not going to become law. You're correct. It's unconstitutional because it's clear in the Constitution. The states have a right to run the vote the way they see fit. And right Right. now, in many red states, uh, they are, there is legislation, some of it's passed already, reforming uh, the corrupt um, election processes. So I'm not going to get panicked about this yet. And it all goes back to the Supreme Court justices appointed by Donald Trump. This will get to the Supreme Court and will get there fast. And there's no way on earth that that court is going to okay that bill. And if they do? Well, then we're going to move to Ireland, Beck. I got a nice little cottage for you out there in Killarney. Uh, you're going to enjoy it. It's, uh, it is, I mean, I said earlier this week that Barack Obama is known as a transformational president uh, for what he did in eight years. But what Joe Biden has done in 50 days is, is more transformational than anything Barack Obama did. Do you agree with that? Uh, that's a complicated one. And I know you got music that you got to get to. Oh my gosh, the rhythm method works. Yeah. Okay. We'll put that off till next, to next segment. Okay. And I also want to talk to you about the politicalization of the, uh, of the military and what's happening in the military. It's, I think a little terrifying what they're uh, starting to do with the military and the Pentagon. We'll talk to Bill O'Reilly, the author of Killing Crazy Horse and the new book, He Won't Send Me, Killing the Mob. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I don't know why. Okay, can I talk about all of the film, all of the uh, photos and everything else that you have? We just organized some of the photos that we have into a legacy box, and we're sending it out. And my wife was like, are you sure we're going to get these photos back? I'm like, yes, yes. They track it. Everything is, is tracked all the way. They take and they're very careful with everything and they ship it back. But when they ship all of those photos back and all those films, all those precious memories, they know, they know how precious those things are. They're also sending you either on DVD or a thumb drive or in the cloud. They're sending you digital copies of everything. It's really an amazing service. Start preserving your past today. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Get an incredible 50% off your first order. Buy it today and take advantage of this exclusive offer. It's 50% off your first order. 
Send it in when you're ready. It's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Save 50% while supplies last at LegacyBox.com slash Beck. It's easy to preserve all of your memories. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. We have more with Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. But we're talking to Bill O'Reilly. It's Friday. Get a recap of what he thinks is the most important. I want to ask his opinion on something that is brand new. I have never seen this. I've seen the government politicized. I've seen all of the branches of the government politicized. Those are political branches, except for the Supreme Court. But that has been politicized. Now it's a political body. The one thing that we have trust in and the one thing that uh, has always Americans have always had trust in is our military. And it's essential that we have a military that is trusted and deserves our trust. It's not been politicized until now. The Pentagon has attacked now uh, Tucker Carlson by name. The Pentagon wa- uh, website attacked a Fox cable news host, a senior enlisted leader in the U.S. Space Command, attacked Carlson by name, uh, and... Uh, I've never seen that before. Bill, have you? It might have happened before in Vietnam era. Um, But what's going on is that what people understand about the military is that the top echelon of it is uh, they're appointed people. Yes. So the Secretary of Defense, the head uh, of the Joint Chiefs, these are appointed by civilian politicians. So they're all going to do what the left wants them to do at this juncture. Okay. And so, uh, when Carlson came out and said, look, it's, uh, it's not efficient to have pregnant women in combat units, which is true. Mm -hmm. Um, then these people, because they're virtue signalers, politically correct people, right? Mm -hmm. Right. That's the crew. Oh, you can't do that. Is this an issue that I think is going to erode the capability of the U.S. military? No. It's just a signal that the military, like everything else in this country, is now full of virtue signalers. Well, it bothers me because the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, has said that there are enemies, I'm quoting, enemies within the military ranks. Yes. Uh, and they're trying to root out extremists without defining what those enemies or extremists are. And Conservative Trump supporters. Right. I'll, and, I'll define it for you. Right. I, I know that, but they're not saying that themselves. Well, why would they ever say that? Right. They can't say that. They they also claim that uh, Carlson shouldn't be listened to because he never served in the military. But we have a civilian-run military. It is by design that our Biden, civilians Biden can criticize the military. I don't think Biden served in the military, did he? Uh, don't think do a so. Fast fact check on yeah, that? I don't think so. Look that up. Okay, so His son did. Uh, if, if there's a military person saying don't listen to anybody because they didn't serve in the military, that means Biden has to resign as commander in chief, right? <laughs> he would. 
It would. See, a logical guy like me, I don't take a lot of this seriously Mm. because I know what the game is. And I know that military people play the game just like civilian people. It's right. a huge bureaucracy. Right, which makes me nervous because they are trying to make the military now into an arm of a political party, I believe. But it's, it, it's impossible for them to do that in the rank and file. So traditionally, most military people come from the South, come from military people, uh, come from conservative families. So they're not going to be able to change that culture. You know, here's a good example. The culture on the college campus is changed because now you have a punishing atmosphere on most colleges toward traditional conservative students and teachers. In the military, that's not going to take root, in my opinion. Now, I could be wrong, but I, my theme is on BillOReilly.com that there's going to be a ferocious backlash against all this PC virtue signaling cancel culture stuff. And that backlash is going to be seen in the midterm election next year, 2022. You're going to see that. Now, people go, oh, the whole election's rigged. Okay, look, this time around, the Republicans made big gains in the House. Mm -hmm. All right? So, yeah, there are questionable things that happened in the presidential vote. But by and large, I think the folks are going to be able to cast a ballot that's meaningful next year. Now, again, I could be wrong on all of this. But I don't see the military deteriorating Boy, I do. Um, because of some politically correct leadership. I, I think you've already seen the deterioration of the military now, not necessarily How? in the rank and f- not necessarily in the rank and file yet. But, Bill, you can't have everybody up on the top um, saying one thing and expect the military uh, not to eventually change and morph into that culture, but it would especially take a while for the, it would be like yeah. colleges. This has been going on on college campuses <clears throat> probably for a decade or more. And they weeded out all the conservative and traditional professors. Uh, now they're, I mean, the college that I went to, Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York, was a working class traditional school. Now it's Loonsville. Boston U, where I have a master's in broadcast journalism. When I was there under the president, John Silber, it was reasonable. Now it's ranked, um, I think, the fifth most liberal college in the United States. So this takes a while to do this because the captains and the lieutenants really run the military, as you know. Not the secretary of defense nobody even knows him joe biden doesn't know who he is <laughs> did you see so, that yeah i did i did yeah, by, by, was, well, who are you yeah no, or the, I, I, uh, yeah or I, he didn't even he couldn't even remember the name of that uh, building over there the pentagon um yeah. so let me ask you what is happening with the troops in uh washington dc the general we found out this week of the reserves said yeah. We're pulling out. There's no reason for us to be here. And the Pentagon right. said, no, you're right. not. No, you got to stay um, because this is what they call optics. So everyone knows that the government's about to be overthrown by some guys in Idaho with bazookas. Everybody knows that. That's as not, soon as they can get a. That's a, not you know. besmirch Idaho. I mean, no, but 
I'm, it's a I know, mountain, I know. But it's a mountainous region, Beck. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. It's just my geography. Wife, my wife says New England has a mountainous region in it, too. So. All right. So let's, <laughs> let's go to Vermont. Then. Okay. Yes. Okay. They, yeah. There's a, a few of them there. And, as, yeah, and okay. as soon as they can get enough money for bus tickets to right. go to D.C., <laughs> it's going to be a giant coup d'etat. So we've right. got to have the military there. Meantime, in Minneapolis, which could burn to the ground at any minute, all right, they're, they're set up another zone like they did in seattle where police are not allowed well they already have a they already have a zone now it's an armed military zone in uh minneapolis and nobody seems to be covering that let me just no no you can't cover i know but the governor of the state has called out the guard yes assume that the guard will go in and you know knock over these cardboard boxes or whatever they're doing okay but Go ahead. Real quick, I just have to I have to get your thoughts on the border crossings. What is coming our way? What is the strategy there, Bill? Here's the strategy. Everybody comes in. It's kind of like an open house. Thank God it's Friday party. Mm-hmm. All right. Before mm-hmm. COVID. Hey, come on. No cover charge. No minimum. Come on in. We'll have a blast. And uh, again, Biden has no idea. Biden, you know, you know, he's Biden right now doesn't know where New Mexico is. All right. Is that someplace up by the Dakotas? So you got an open border. That's what you have. And this is what people who voted for Joe Biden should have expected. Okay, again, next year, all of this has to stop or you're going to lose your country. And that's the truth. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. You can pick up his book, uh, Killing Crazy Horse, and there's rumor that he has Killing the Mob. And you can read Killing the Mob this weekend, Beck. I don't have the book. Hire someone to read it. I don't to have you. the book. I can't. You don't have the I book. I can't find the book anywhere, oh. and if you refuse to send it to me, then uh, what am I going to do? Talk uh, about a guy who doesn't know uh, what he's doing. <laughs> <Tell> you. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. We'll talk to you next week. All right, if your dog doesn't know the difference between healthy and unhealthy food, what are you going to do? I mean, of course he doesn't, but his body does. When you're feeding him dry kibble food, for instance, his body is telling him that everything he's eating is dead because kibble food has to be sterilized for a long shelf life. So there's nothing in that food really that's really good for him. It's all been killed out. The dog's body knows it's missing out on key things that it needs, like vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. It's all the same stuff that you need in your body to be healthier and happier. And, you know, while dogs, you know, have a different system, obviously, they still need probiotics and vitamins and minerals. Your dog will lose interest in eating. My dog, Uno, it was impossible. Now, I get up around dinner time and I start walking towards his bowl and he runs to his bowl. Dennis Black decided to take this problem on. He created a product called Rough Greens, and that's why Uno runs to the bowl. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the dog food. It's full of all those incredible healthy ingredients 
My dog loved it. Stu's dog, Pat's dog, loved it from the first bowl, but not all dogs do. So Dr. Black wanted to make sure that you didn't have to pay just to see if your dog would like it. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens now for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Call them today at 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, Glenn 33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. There's something happening in Texas that I think is really disturbing. Uh, Governor Abbott, who I've been a big fan of for a long time. I I don't know what the hell is happening with him. Uh, I just don't know. Uh, He has come out against Gab. And I think this is all about politics. But you're messing with freedom of speech. I don't think there is a bigger defender in the media of Israel than me. I am uh, I have led campaigns against anti-Semitism. I've gotten the, you know, the uh, Defender of Israel Award presented uh, to me by Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, And uh, I mean, I I've got credibility there. Gab is under attack now by Governor Abbott and saying that they need to be regulated because there's anti-Semitic speech on gab i'm sure there is because there's anti-semitic speech in america and the world that doesn't make a platform that doesn't edit people's material uh anti-semitic there are jews and people who are pro-jewish people on gab you can't have a platform and then say, I'm going to make this a free speech platform, but I'm going to pick and choose which speech I don't like. Gab, their whole thing is we don't edit speech. Now, this looks to be like uh, something where the Republicans are splitting and Governor Abbott is trying to, I, I don't know, play to, I don't know. Austin, I, I, I have no idea. Uh, and Colonel Allen West is on the other side. And Colonel Allen West is saying we have got to get our our foundation right and back to Texas principles, which is you may not like it, but everybody has the same right. Uh, and I, I worry about Texas. I really, you lose Texas, you lose the country forever. Yeah. I'd like to hear more about his explanation. I'd love to talk to Abbott, but he won't come on. Uh, less than a week ago, he went, I mean, here's the headline. Governor Greg Abbott backs bill to stop social media companies from banning Texans for political views. Right. So he's, he's, he's in the middle of legitimately supporting like anti big tech type of stuff. We've had his hard to, I mean, we we've had his attorney general on and I've asked him point blank. Are you going to support people's right to free speech? I mean, we are the largest subscription uh, service for right of center uh, viewpoints in the world. And we're based in Texas for a reason. Are you going to defend us when people start to come? He said, yes. But how can you say that and be consistent if you're also going after Gab? I'm missing something here. I think it's politics, which I would be very disappointed in. Yeah, there does seem to be kind of a little power struggle going on in Texas uh, in the Republican Party. 
I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not talk about Texas values. Yeah. I'd like to hear at least his explanation of it. Yeah, for sure. I would too. Um, but they, they, there's, you know, the gap, I'm not on gab. I don't, I don't know much about it. I don't it. either. Um, but, uh, you know, certainly that's been the one that's been most highly, uh, presented as like a, a home for speech that is, that everyone would disagree with. Right. Um, and that's been the thing, you know, it's tough because the free speech social network thing is a tough platform because you say that and you're like, okay, we're going to give everybody free speech. So the people that go there are the people that get banned from the other services. Right. And, and they're, then, the, they're also the ones who want to push it to the limits. And they're the ones that want to push it to the limits. Right. So you wind up getting more, as a percentage basis, more mm-hmm. toxic content it, it, that maybe you don't want as a, as a user though obviously you should be able to control your own you can control your you can own. right i mean I, I i mean at least i know on parlor you can't you know i don't know about gab but you can control what you see and don't see and you can do that on facebook yeah uh you know i mean and you should be able to right you should be able to but that's your choice again this is the thing that i think people because that's true. They have all those tools on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere. You can control your experience pretty closely. The issue is the left does not want you to control your experience because they don't Correct. like the way you're controlling it. Correct. They want but, to be able to control is, your experience for you. This is the social media is the modern telephone. It is. Are you going to ban telephones because some people say on telephones things that you don't like? And some people just shouldn't have telephones because they can organize people? That's insanity. It's insanity. This is the way people communicate. And there is going to be speech you don't like. Become a free speech absolutist. That does not make you an extremist. That makes you a constitutional American. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I, I, you know what? After watching Biden last night, where he said, maybe, maybe uh, you can can have a a couple of people over in the backyard if we all behave ourselves. And on the 4th of July, uh, give you a sprinkler and maybe a little bit of ice cream. But behave yourself, children. Said that yesterday. I was thinking about having a little barbecue in my backyard. Uh, I have... you know about a thousand acres and uh, i was thinking maybe we just invite some personal friends over like you for fourth of july i i'm so angry so angry at that ridiculous statement yesterday and the fact that he's coming out with some guidelines and he'll tell us what we can and cannot do soon screw you we broke away from the kings you don't have a right to tell me what I can and cannot do, Mr. President. I'm sorry, neither can any of your agencies. We have some rights. Also, I want to start the hour with some good news. Some, something that happened this week that uh, I could not believe in a good way. Eh, let's leave you on a Friday on a positive note. We do that in 60 seconds. Stand by. Glenn Beck program. All right, I want to paint you a picture of peace of mind. You're planning to buy or sell a home in the near future or both. 
your real estate agent comes to the door, comes in, sits down with you. You talk for a little bit about the house, what your goals are, what's realistic, what's not, all of that. Then he pulls out a phone and a piece of paper and proceeds to pull up the names of every single person that you're going to need to get the job done, get it done right. He writes them down for you and says, "Okay, now I'm going to have a photographer come out. They're going to photograph the house. We're going to put it up on my website and I get X number of people visiting my website every day, every week. I've got people ready to buy this house now. Wow, I'd feel confident, wouldn't you? That's the kind of real estate agent you're going to find at realestateagentsitrust.com. Right now, you have never been in a better situation. I mean, unless you're a progressive state, you've never been in a better situation to sell your house. But can you buy another house? You need a great real estate agent to help you buy the next house. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Hey, I want to tell you something that happened to me uh, this week. And I know I'm not alone on this. I have teenagers. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Anybody who has teenagers or has children that will soon be teenagers, and I mean within 15 years of being teenagers, that includes those who aren't even pregnant yet but are thinking about it, Warning! They're insane! And they will destroy your entire life for about four years. They go crazy. And I have two wonderful children, my two youngest who are now teenagers. I have four wonderful children. I have two that are kind of iffy, and those are the teenagers right now. (laughs) Uh, They used to be best friends. I mean, they never went anywhere without each other. They were, up until seven or eight, they literally were inseparable. And we loved it. They were so great. He respected her. She looked up to him. It was great. And then something happened, and they hate each other. You know what I mean? Uh, I they just hate each other. And and we keep saying, don't, that's going to leave a mark. It's going to leave a mark on your brother. That's going to leave a mark on your sister. Don't say those things. Don't. Family's the only thing you really actually have your entire life. And you got to work on that. Don't, don't say those things. Don't be like that. And um, they both just misunderstand each other. They're both teenagers. So Tanya and I have been worried about, you know, we're just, I mean, we've been worried about them physically this year. We've been worried about them spiritually this year, educationally, every way you can be worried about a child. We have worried that they are going, we're going to lose them one way or another. Was it Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday night. I don't know what happened, but my son, all of a sudden, and it could be that he's going back to school. Uh, and all of a sudden, my son is like, like normal. He's like <laughs> good and stuff. And Tanya and I haven't, you know, should we say something? No, 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 no. Um, and he's been really, really good and um, and happy. And we're like, thank you, Lord, thank you. So my daughter has been. Uh, she is like Lucille Ball. She's a scream. And she wants to be an actress. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that does not happen. But keep it between us. Um, She wants to be an actor. And so she's been she's in this play 
And uh, she's been so excited about it. Works every night on this play for, I don't know, a month or two. And uh, on Tuesday, she comes home and she tore uh, a muscle in her hip. And it's a very physical role and yada, yada. And she was devastated. And normally, her brother would say, or if it was reversed, her sister would be like, good, now you know how I feel, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, she was on the couch, and I was talking to her before I went to bed, and, and uh, we were just talking, and she said amazing things. She said, I just want to be happy like Rafe. And I was like, okay, she's noticed it too. So maybe it's not just us, but I don't know if that's a, I mean, it's been like two weeks since he's been happy. And uh, she said, I just want to be happy like Rafe. And I said, uh huh. And uh, she said, dad is Rafe around. And I'm like, uh huh, this could go badly. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you want me to call him? And she said, yeah. And she was laying down on the, on the couch cause her hip was, uh, really bothering her obviously and he comes into the room and i said hey rafe uh shy wants to talk to you and she she started crying and he went right over to her jumped on the couch next to her put a blanket over her and hugged her and just sat there and tani and i just backed out of the room like i don't know what's happening i have no idea but it's a good thing we're leaving now and we because we only have two rooms in our house because we're remodeling everything we could hear everything through the wall we couldn't hear them what they were saying but we could hear the tone of what they were saying and they were happy and they were joking and they were laughing and then occasionally he would be comforting to her and it was like what the hell is happening in my house i just wanted to tell you that don't give up hope if you're dealing with things with your kids don't give up hope just keep doing everything we thought we taught the kids everything we thought that you know because we have as parents you get into the teen years and you're like okay they didn't listen to anything i ever said they're insane and maybe we should put them in an institution because i don't know what's happening i know because i have older kids two older kids that have turned out to be wonderful and you know at times they had mm, maybe a case of possession by the devil in their teen years. Um, I know that it comes and turns around. It's just a struggle to get through it. And you always feel like they're not going to turn around. This is it. It's over. Don't feel that way. Now they're back to, I'm sure, you know, by the weekend, they'll be back to hating each other. I'm sure. But enjoy every moment and recognize God's hand in that. We were like, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Just an hour would be great. Um, so don't lose, don't lose hope. Don't lose sight. And it's like that with everything. It really is. Um, you're going to see miracles in our day. You will. I promise you. Before you go, you will witness miracles. And I believe, you know, I mean, unless you're on your dead deathbed now, they're doing surgery. It's open heart and your pulse is weakening. And you're like, hey, promise to me miracles. Boop. If you got some life left in you, I mean, we're going to be a few years doing this, but I think, I really believe by 2035, you are going to see, uh, 2035, you're going to see biblical sized miracles in the world. 
I really believe it. But I'm crazy. So, I mean, you know, what do I know? What do I know? It's true. It's a good point. By the way, I want to thank you for providing me with just an unbelievable evening last night. Uh, I get a I get a doorbell uh, at uh, at night and uh, somebody delivers a giant box to me (laughs) and it says perishable, which I always like receiving boxes that say perishable. (laughs) And it was perishable. not Geno's, Pete, uh, Pat's, Pat's, yeah, Pat's, Pat's Philly cheesesteaks from Philadelphia. Yes. And it said, eat within 24 hours. <laughs> I misread that. I said, it's, I thought it said, eat within 24 minutes, which <laughs> is easily done. But you sent me a box of cheesesteaks from Pat's. I did, yes. Well, you were, you from helped, Philly helped us with something. And, uh, and uh, I wanted to say thank you. But I will say, um, this is, I love this. Have you, do you, have you ever ordered from Gold Belly before? No. It's the greatest sight in the world, in my opinion. Uh, Gold belly? Yeah. It's basically a, you know, you have like Uber Eats. You can order from any yeah, restaurant yeah, in yeah, town yeah. and they'll deliver it to you. Yeah. This is like any restaurant in the country and, and meaning like the best restaurants in the country. So like, you know, Pat's cheese steaks, you know, the best New York pizzas, New Haven pizzas are on there. Really? Yeah. Um, you can get uh, you you've know, never Chicago had a pizza. pizza. You've never had pizza until you've had a New Haven pizza. They're very different. Yeah. But you've never had pizza until you've ordered a, and, and you have to be. Uh, Sally's or what's the other one? Uh, uh, Peppy's. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Peppy's and Sally's. Peppy's and Modern, I think. Modern, yeah, yeah. that's a great one. I don't yeah. know if all of those are on there, but many of them are. And, you know, the best bakeries from around the country, the oh best gosh, seafood, the best steaks. It's ridiculous. Now, it's on the pricey side, like in that, like, I gotta believe you're it was. ordering the best stuff, so it's going to come. I always think about it this way, like, can I ask you, what did those cheesesteaks cost? Because they came in a giant <laughs> box, all freeze-dried. Uh, not freeze dried uh, with dry ice around them packaged wonderfully yeah had directions with it mm-hmm. it tasted like i was sitting in the restaurant yeah i mean it's one thing to get food and you're like okay well it's kind of close or it didn't travel so well this was exactly like it just came off the grill it, it really is. Now, there so, were eight of them. There were eight of them. How much did that cost? They were a proc. Uh, let's see. I think it was one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Holy cow. Now, that sounds crazy. But let me let me let me back you into this for a second. <laughs> I'm not your wife. <laughs> not you don't all. have to do that. Well, let me show you what it's going to take to get into this automobile. Yeah. Today. All right. OK. So here's my theory on this. I just ordered, for example, uh, six pizzas from New Haven for one hundred and twenty dollars. And people would say, oh, that's freaking crazy. Like. However, six pizzas you could put in the freezer. You put them in the freezer, yeah. right? And you can do the same thing with the cheesesteaks, by the way. You can freeze them. Really? Um, yes. So, but like, and think they're of, just as good. Yeah, they're just as good. I mean, you're coming in dry ice anyway. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've had, I've ordered pasta and all sorts of things. It's a little dangerous, I will say, if you get into this world where you're ordering too often. But if you think about this, <laughs> just just saying, as a person who's once a year put would be too COVID often. Pounds, for, yeah. yeah. But my point is, though, if you're going to go, go like you're going to order Domino's for the family, mm-hmm. you're going to wind up spending twelve or thirteen dollars on the pizza. And Domino's is fine. I, I you know, I, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with Domino's. But like, if you can get the best pizza in America delivered to your house for twenty dollars, you know, I mean, it's I just a quality okay, versus quality all right, play. Okay, here. all right, you've talked me into food. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a hard sell for me. It is. But I will you've talked you me into food. A couple of other examples of this in action. Um, our friends at Brooker's Founding Flavors. Oh my gosh, they sent me a box. It's been the greatest week of my life because they also sent me a box of Brooker's 
Oh, and yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, I want to invest in your company. <laughs> I want to invest in your company. It yeah. is this the best ice cream in the country. It's incredible. Super high premium. Now, it's going to cost you more than Breyers. It's going to cost you more than Ben and Jerry's. But, of course, you're not going to be supporting communism, which is a nice... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, I like to support communism. Really? Yeah. When I'm eating ice cream, I like to think, you know what? This is cherry flavored. It reminds me when the uh, streets ran with blood in yeah. the Soviet Union. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and Minneapolis. Yeah. And I will say the same. And Wisconsin. And Wisconsin. Yeah, sure. Um, the same thing with Seattle. Yeah. You could go to the grocery store right now and Louis. get a couple of sleeves of Chips Ahoy cookies and they'll be decent. You know, you pay a few bucks for them. Kexi cookies, on the other hand, Pat's company. Uh, K-E-K-S-I, is a a cookie company. These are the best cookies you're going to have in America. And they're going to be a little more than Chips Ahoy. There's no doubt. But you're going, like, we, this is America. You just, you guys just dealt with an entire freaking year of being locked in your house and told you're not allowed to see anybody. The the least you can do for yourself is have some good ice cream, cookies, and cheesesteaks. Yes, exactly right. That's my philosophy. It's also how I've gained so much weight over the past year. But that is... So it's called Gold Belly? Gold Belly is the one that kind of does everything. I don't don't think um, either Brooker's or Kexi is on... I think those are... You have to go to those sites individually. But Gold Belly has like a wide array of basically everything. And uh, as I say that, my mouth is watering. So I have to tell you, it's really, I mean, especially for like an anniversary or something. Yeah, special event you know, is, a, is a good way. Great I was, gift you know, him. Rafe was born uh, in Texas, but we lived in Philadelphia. It was, we adopted Rafe and uh, he was born in Texas. And I thought, oh, man, he doesn't even remember. He was too young to, you know, have chili. I mean, uh, uh, Philly cheesesteaks, and there's nothing better. Oh, yeah. And then I realized, no, that would be less for me. So I didn't share it with him. (laughs) Uh, You ate all eight of them? (laughs) In 24 minutes. Uh, So, (laughs) all right, let me tell you about our, um, our sponsor this half hour. It's Raycon. You know, kids... You know, follow my trends. Uh, The kids are like, hey, dad, what's cool right now? And I say to them, you know, a lot of stuff, uh, daddy-o. And uh, they're very, very excited when I come home with a new piece of technology uh, that I can't work. Well, when it comes to Raycon, I can work them. These are uh, wireless earbuds. They're really, really super comfortable. Uh, They are really small. You don't see the white sticks hanging out of ears, which drives me out of my mind. But that's just me. Um, They're comfortable, unlike Apple, and they're half the price, unlike Apple. Half the price of Apple, and they're great. You can go to buyraycon.com slash Beck. You're going to get an extra 15% off. Yes, my kids have stolen them from me. Uh, I'm a trendsetter. That's just the way it is. You can now get uh, 15% off all of their products now at buyraycon.com slash back. So you're listening to this program, a podcast of, you know, a book or music, Raycon, the best. Buyraycon.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. In about 40 minutes, I'm going to be doing a uh, call-in show for uh, the Blaze TV, just for Blaze subscribers. If you uh, have something on your mind, I'd like to know, I'd like to talk to people about uh, your line. Uh, have you passed your line yet? And and what does that mean, um, if you know what I'm talking about already? What I'm saying is there's a, 
There's a line that all of us, I think, have that say, I'm not going to cross that line. Um, and for me, I, I think the lines have all been crossed. <laughs> uh, but I do this for a living. And while I am afraid, this is sincere, and so is everyone in my business. While we are truly afraid of losing our jobs um, and being labeled extremist and whatever comes with that, uh, we, we, we're not going to be silent. And we, you won't silence us. I mean, they can, we can be penniless, but I will still be someplace you know, if I have to walk from town to town and, you know, stand in the town square under a tree, I will still um, speak out if I can. Um, and my lines have all been passed. I just won't accept these things. I'm sorry. I won't play the game. So many things are happening in our schools now. So many things are happening with our children and people still are saying, I know, but I, I, I don't want to say anything. So if you feel that way, what is your line? What is the thing that they could do, that the government could do, that they could do to your children, they could do to your business, where you do say, okay, you know what? I can't. I can't sit here anymore. If you don't have a line, you will pass them all. And uh, if you don't think it through, you, you won't, you'll just, you'll end up, you know, on the wrong side. And it is really critical that people start to stand up and um, let their voices be heard. It's, it's strange because we, we did the tea party and we did the nine twelve project, but the nine twelve project was for these times, those values and principles that we talked about that were for these times, the gathering together and teaching each other history. That's for these times. I'd like to talk to you about what you're concerned about, what you're doing, what you have faced already, and also have you already have the lines already been crossed with you and what does that mean to you? Call us now. We're screening the calls now at 888-727 BECK. Uh, right after this show, I will be going to uh, tape a show that will air later on Blaze TV today. But we would uh, love to hear from you, 888-727-BECK. Whatever it is that's on your mind and on your heart, I want to hear about it, 888-727-BECK. I'd also like to hear from people who have, <clears throat> who have stood up and were either belittled, dismissed, uh, or it made a difference. We need to hear stories of courage. Uh, because they are out there and people are starting to stand together. Even if it is just privately right now, they are standing up and they are starting to band together. So 888-727-BECK. We'll begin to take those phone calls in about uh, 35 minutes from now. More next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Man, it has been a rough year. It's been a rough 20 years, but how's your financial situation? Do you have debts? Are you handling the debts? Are you paying too much in interest on your credit cards? Are you paying too much on your mortgage? 
This past year, we have seen a dramatic decrease in mortgage rates throughout the housing industry. And during that time, I've advised you, please check out American Financing and see if they can save you a bundle of money every single month by refinancing your own mortgage. While you're at it, bundle up the rest of your high interest credit card debt and put that into your mortgage because you're not you need every dollar you can get right now. You need to save every dollar you can and and start um, getting out of debt. And with high interest credit cards, that's just not going to happen. So if you have a mortgage that's in the threes, fours, fives, even the twos, you really need to call American Financing and see how much money they can save you. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And BlazeTV.com slash Glenn, the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV and catch Glenn's show today. This is the Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here. Stu and his baby blanket. Uh, it's nice to have it here, uh, Stu. It's nice. Uh, Stu is Stu it's not is a baby blanket at all. It's one of the, I mean, it's one of the top uh, blankets in America. We're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's about fifty pounds. That's the only problem with it right now. Because it's full of water. It is full. It's of like water. a waterbed blanket. Yes, that is what it is. Yeah, because it's freaking cold in here. It's currently oh, 60 so... degrees in this room. And I know you might say, oh, I'm in the winter and it doesn't. Well, indoors, it's not supposed to be 60 degrees. And it's especially perfect. in this tiny room with the air conditioning blowing on us the entire time for no reason. There's no reason why it would be 60 degrees in here. It Keeps makes no sharp. sense. Keeps you sharp. It doesn't. It makes me all I do is think about the cold. Oh, so I can't think about what you're saying. It's I don't been even 25 hear half the show. years I've had to put up with this. 25 years yes, of this me constantly too. whining. Hashtag me too. <laughs> so my gosh, get over it. So you had, because I, listeners, we had a big thing at Mercury One last mm, weekend yes. where we were mm. teaching history. And they all asked me, <laughs> Does Stu, because there's a shot, can you take the shot if you're watching the blaze, uh, there's a shot from behind me, and you can see his pathetic little baby blankets, yeah, uh, you know, underneath the counter. And they're like, does he have a body under the counter, or is he got a, does he, is he wear blankets? And I'm like, no, he sits like an old lady with blankets on his lap. You know how much, I mean, I was thinking about this today, how much money I have spent to keep warm on the show. I know. Approximately a third of my salary. Uh, <laughs> this is, I, I've purchased so many space heaters in the last studio. And had I had three. I had three and at blankets. the same time. And an electric blanket. Because it's so freaking cold. And oh and it was actually colder in that studio, technically. It was like 58 all the time. Oh, I can make it 58. Would you like a 58? No, I'll I make not. it 58. We moved into a new studio, which is smaller. It's more like a ra- real radio studio. Mm-hmm. And now it's too small for me to be able to put space heaters on because it'll heat the whole room up and will affect Glenn. And God forbid anything affects Glenn. So now I had to go to electric. Do you have a Marconi? I do not have okay. a Marconi. You in the Hall of Fame? I am not in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Are you a, a doctor? I'm not a doctor either. Huh. I knew wow. we were gonna... I, I was trying to help you out there because... Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have cared. Right. So you don't care. And we, believe me, there's no lesson more clear in my life that you do not care. I, I am 100% aware of this. So I've then I went and I bought uh, electric blankets. And I don't know if I'm the only one. I could be the only one in the world that this is the issue. Every time I buy an electric blanket, it stops working within two weeks. 
it never ever ever works longer than two or three weeks and so i i tried that here and then that thing died so then i brought in four blankets at the same time and i wear the that's I, what you've been doing lately that's what i've been doing lately because it's, it's like you have a body underneath your, by your feet yeah i had to buy these they had these big clamps to keep them all together because it's impossible to, to stay yeah, on their studio clamp they're like they're they're for like <laughs> studio lights there's these giant yes. industrial clamps right very attractive but then i had this idea because you actually were the one who recommended this thing to me initially which was this thing it's called the uler or the chili sleep chili pad. chili pad and oh basically it's something you put on your bed and it's to me life-changing it um, is I, I will tell you but it's life i will tell you i had a friend come up to me the other day and they said have you ever tried a chili pad <laughs> and i'm like yes <laughs> we have one and he's like oh man is that not life-changing? Like, it is. I mean, there are two things, two things that I've experienced that are life-changing. One, don't ever fly on a private plane if you ever have to fly commercially again. Because <laughs> it does ruin it you. It is torture to fly commercially now well, these tours that we used to go on all the oh. time back when you were allowed to travel uh, yeah. some some of them we would go on these jets and it, it does change your life because you just drive out right up to the freaking plane and again yeah. this is like super i get that this is like yeah you know, we're in the middle of like hey we're gonna cut 1400 dollars checks to everyone let's talk about private jets i yeah, get it i get it but it is amazing so it was a you know that was a long time ago and i yeah. will tell you that it, it it is the only thing that money changes your life that, that, that's a everything one. else private air tra- travel if you're rich enough to do that, that changes your life. No, everything else is just a bigger problem. Bigger house, bigger problems. Right. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is an Uller. It changes your life. The, how I would explain it is I would go to bed and feel very comfortable. And then like two in the morning would it be like just hot and sweaty. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just wake up and then you wake up and you're like, oh, gosh. And then you're too hot and it's hard to go back to sleep. And this just totally cures that problem because it cools it cools the bed or and, warms the bed, whichever you bed, want, whichever one you want. And it will change during the night. So if you notice that I get hot yeah. in the middle of the night and I start kicking off blankets, you can say at two o'clock, start making my bed cooler. <laughs> and it will do the opposite for your spouse. If you're thermostatically challenged, I have always had to have a ceiling fan. I could never fall. It would take me forever to fall asleep because yeah. I couldn't get cool enough. Um, and, and then I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd be too hot again, even with the fan on. I kept the room at 67 degrees. OK. And Tanya would be freezing. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I don't even think I've touched the temperature in the in the in the room, in the bedroom. I haven't used the fan in about a year. It changes everything. And Tanya is the same way. Tanya is like she's I mean it's just it changes your life and it's got the two zones on it too yeah. so like your wife can have the the nice warm bed and it chili pad is the name of it and it does you can do like a schedule so like I like to be like very cool especially in the middle of the night but then as I'm waking up I want to be toasty so then in the morning it kind of just warms you up and it wakes you up and then you call oh, your warming and up you know what nice if you oh, right and if, if you we t- get invaded right now we are screwed because we are way too pampered. so yeah 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 when we're in the gulag we'll be like where's my chili pad, <laughs> where's, my chili pad? <laughs> where's my chili pad someone sent me some cheesesteaks <laughs> it really is though it, it's a life-changing thing so anyway the, they have a blanket that just came out and i was like that works so good on the bed i have to get the blanket so now i have the blanket and it's heating water in the studio and pumping the water it doesn't feel like the water by just the way. near just all goes, the high voltage yeah don't worry about it and then it just goes through the blanket and keeps my feet and, and legs is it warm. working 
Yeah, it's it is working. Yes, it's very heavy because <laughs> it's water <laughs> pumping it, through your blanket, and it's certainly meant to be flat on a bed. So yeah. it's like I don't know if it's going to be able to pump the water all the way. I don't know. I'm, this is an experiment here. I'm trying new things out. Yeah, and, okay. and any new way I can find. So to spoil I myself, have, I attempt. I have had the greatest couple of months with my kids um, because Cheyenne is she's just she's so fun and funny she's she's lucille ball and she's been you know working on this play and it is an hour round trip to take her uh so it's a half hour at six o'clock and a half hour at nine o'clock just to get there and then a half hour back so it's two hours and an hour of it was is with her and we have had the best time in the car and uh you know i Man, I bitch and moan. This stuff is going on too much. He's got to keep going back and forth. That's two hours. But in retrospect, it is the best thing. We Because uh, she sings. And so she's been, she's amazing. She puts everybody in my family for generations to, sh- to shame on singing. And my other daughter, Hannah, is an unbelievable, has an unbelievable voice. Cheyenne's incredible. And such a quick study. And it's been fun just to be in the car and, you know, talk to her about music and everything else. And Rafe has started to uh, produce music now with GarageBand. And he's getting really good at that. And it's fun just to do stuff with one of them. I think that's a huge thing you learn as a parent. At least I have. And we have two kids. And they get along really well. They're young. And I know from we were right up this week that I'm terrified if that stops because they've been able to get along so well for so long. Doesn't with everybody. No. I, ho- I hope that continues. You know, I'm sure there. there's some saints like Mother Teresa if she would have had children. They... <laughs> right. They would have all been fine. Yeah. Uh, but that is a huge difference. You notice the difference in taking one of them out by themselves. Just oh, to yeah. go to breakfast or to go out to lunch, to go walk in a park and they're not together they're not competing against each other they're not they're there and they engage with you and they just like open up in ways you don't see when they're together so i talked to rafe last night about my uber eats idea oh yes this is awesome he has uh he's got his driver's permit and i'm not taking him in the highway on the highway with his sister to learn okay um so i mean there's two hours gone uh, that he could be driving. And I want him to drive all the time before he gets his license. And uh, and so, and he won't drive with mom because he just is like, mom, I got it. Look, I can drive no hands. I can drive with my legs. I got it. Stop. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I was thinking, because uh, I also think he needs a job. And I thought we should do Uber Eats together. So I'll go with him. I'll sign up for the Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. And I'll be the I'll be the guy delivering it to the well, I'll be in the car when he gets his butt out of the car and delivers it. But he'll drive Hmm. and it'll give him all of the lessons of of driving. And we'll have, you know, maybe two hours, you know, three nights a week driving. I think this is the way you have to teach your kids how to drive because, I mean, you got two hours locked in a car with them. This is great because you get time with your kid and, yeah. and that's that's great. And they get to learn a job, which is great. They get to learn, learn about to drive. They get to learn about, hey, the government that's got taxes, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to take the tax out. And if it wasn't for me and my car, 
And if it wasn't for me as your dad who's provided all these things, uh, there's another tax. There's a parent, a parental tax. Mm-hmm. And it, within within a couple of weeks after their first paycheck, they will hate taxes and they will be the strongest <laughs> advocate for no taxes. It's That's fantastic. Right. I will say in this particular scenario, perhaps the utter uh, brilliance of it is is lost here because he's going to be doing the driving. He's going to be doing the work, but because you signed up, all of the money goes to you. No, see, I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it that way. I think there's a bigger benefit. And I mean this, uh, I know that was a joke, but um, he's going to be doing all the driving and I'm going to be sitting with the food on my lap. (laughs) So there's fries or, I mean, your pizza might come with a piece missing. I don't know. Sometimes, you know what, this happens at a lot of restaurants now. A piece gets extracted. It's It's called pizza extraction. It's a huge problem. Let me tell you, as I ring the doorbell and I'm standing there with your pizza without a slice, I'm going to explain to you, there's a tax for everything. (laughs) All right. Our uh, sponsor is Blinds.com. Major milestones are always a cause for celebration. Right now, Blinds.com is giving you a reason to celebrate. Uh, with up to 40% off everything as you toast their 25th anniversary, 25 years. Blinds.com makes it just a piece of cake to order online with free shipping, guaranteed perfect fit uh, for all of your windows, and you can do it yourself or you can hire them. I mean, I think it's one price. I don't remember what it is, but I, I don't know. It's Let's say it's 100 bucks uh, to have them come and install the windows. Uh it's it's like I, I remember reading this and I'm like, I wish I owned a hotel because I would save so much money. It's like one price and then it's, you know, they'll do it to all your windows. I'm like, that's fantastic. Blinds.com. Go there and shop their anniversary deals and make your house feel even more put together with 40% off everything. Blinds, shades, interior shutters, even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's another 25 years at blinds.com. You need to load up on good things, you know? It's uh, like garbage in, garbage out. Um, if, you've been, if you've been really frustrated, do something with your family this weekend. Do something with one of your kids. You going to come to the car show with us? I'd like to, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the plan big is. Big car show at the, but... um, at the Speedway here. We have a big uh, Speedway in Dallas, and there's a great car show. We go every year with my my son and my kids and we just love it we just love it should come yeah it would be cool to see my, my kids would love that texas yeah. motor motor speedway here yeah. in the little nas the very big nascar track yeah um uh by the way glenn as we've been talking uh three democratic congressmen have come out and called for the re- resignation of andrew cuomo including jerry nadler listen to these names um and uh Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, yep. which is the you know cer- certainly the most prominent at this point. Jerry Nadler, not known for his moderation of anything. No. Um, and the only man that I have seen since, oh, probably the 19, late 1960s that wears his pants to his nipples. I, uh, uh, I encourage you, if you have a moment today, to just Google the phrase Jerry Nadler pants. Oh, my God. And just start looking at some of the images. It's some of it is legitimately incredible. Like I've never seen pants higher on a human being than Jerry Nadler wears them. He wears them like almost like it's there's a python attacking him from below and swallowing him. <laughs> 
So the thing that's interesting about this is that uh, if you look at who's coming out, they are the most progressive. So yeah. I, I think the fix is in now on uh, who's going to replace uh, uh, Cuomo. This is not going to work out well for New York. I mean, Cuomo no. is terrible, but he's not AOC as far as policy you goes. You wait till you see what goes in there. A lot of talk about potentially AOC or someone similar trying to win that seat. I mean, you remember Cynthia Nixon from yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, whatever yep. stupid Sex in the City mm-hmm. show? Uh, she tried to do that at one mm-hmm. point. But this is also, there's so many elements going on here. It's not just how guilty Cuomo is of all of these things. And by the way, both AOC and Nadler mentioned the nursing homes, not just the sexual scandals, Mm. which is interesting. Um, But I mean, you know, there's a struggle. That's part of this. And uh, Gavin Newsom is in trouble in California. There is a a horse that would be fantastic to have. uh, And that's Rick Rick Grinnell, Richard Grinnell. He is um, a former... um, uh, director of national intelligence he was our uh, ambassador in uh, germany did a lot of really good things uh in germany he might run for governor of california and if you don't know who he is you need to he's my podcast this weekend it's already up for blaze subscribers you can get it wherever you get your podcast tomorrow uh, but he is he's remarkable Uh, I started the interview with, okay, let me ask you about aliens, joking. And he was like, okay, yeah, let me tell you. And I was like, wait, 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 what? And it was like that on everything we talked about. I asked him about, you know, is anybody going to go to jail for what uh, happened? Is the report actually going to come out on the Russian collusion? We talked about everything. You're going to love this podcast, a must-listen to on blazetv.com or wherever you get your podcast.